Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Episode 68 Catastrophic War Baby here with another episode of Murderous Miners. It's summer and kids everywhere are glad that the official end of this unconventional school year has finally arrived. Although many won't be doing their usual things during this school break, at least there's no getting up early, no classes, and no homework. With little to do and many parents at work, it can be very easy for children and teens to find themselves bored and in trouble. Couple that with a taste in all things dark and you may have a recipe for disaster. On this episode of Murderous Miners, we visit Rothsay, Isle of Butte, Scotland, and a boy who wanted to have the experience of killing someone. He mentioned it to a friend after watching a crime documentary. 16-year-old Aaron Campbell, originally from Shrewsbury, Shropshire, England, added that he knew taking a life would end in his future being demolished. He knew it was a bad idea. It was in 2017 when that conversation took place, but it wasn't until July of the following year that it began to look truly sinister in hindsight. Aaron Campbell and his family moved to Rothsay on the Isle of Butte just before he began school. And since his father traveled frequently for work, it was usually just he, his sister, and their mother, Jeanette. Father Chris was a supervisor on an offshore oil rig. Like many his age, Aaron had a healthy online presence with various social media accounts. At 12 years of age, he started his own YouTube channel, where he posted videos of his complex flips and tricks on his backyard trampoline. He was very physically active and fit for his age, training regularly in the gym, able to bench press 110 pounds, and also spending endless hours practicing parkour, the movement sport based on military obstacle course training techniques. 
Videos about haunted houses and about the fictional character Slenderman were prominent on his feed as well, and he was known for harboring an obsession with the tall, faceless entity known for luring kids into the woods. As Aaron grew up on this beautiful but quiet island, he started partying, as teens sometimes do, using drugs and alcohol as a way to deal with his personal problems. He had friends and recklessly dated local girls. At school, he had gained a reputation for being aggressive after allegedly sexually assaulting a classmate and showing pictures from his cell phone to his friends to prove it. In such a small community of less than 7,000, Aaron Campbell was notorious for being dark and interested in violence and horror. There was a rumor from his earlier childhood that he had tried to drown a girl. There were more current rumors of animal torture and potential arson. His mental health was suffering too, and he frequently voiced suicidal ideations. He fought a lot with his mother, who he said had an alcohol problem. She admitted it when interviewed later, but it seemed that whatever the extent of her drinking... It affected Aaron's happiness and home life negatively. The 2017-18 through 18 school year had just ended, and six-year-old Alicia McPhail was set to spend the next few weeks on the Isle of Butte with her dad, Robert McPhail, his girlfriend, Tony McLaughlin, as well as her grandparents, Callum and Angela, as the four lived in the same house. Alicia had come from the mainland city of Airdrie, North Lanarkshire, 12 miles from Glasgow, Scotland, where she lived with her mother Georgina and her four-year-old sister in a place as ordinary as Rothsay was majestic. The journey to the Isle came complete with a ferry ride and Butte was previously known for being an affordable family vacation destination for generations. It's an idyllic resort town famous in contemporary history for hosting the wedding of Stella McCartney, daughter of Paul, and also for being the hometown of famous Scottish child singer Lena Zavaroni. The secluded environment leaves little for teens to do, as is often the case for small towns, and Aaron and his friends routinely drank alcohol and smoked marijuana all about the aisle. Living close to Alicia's grandparents, Aaron often bought the marijuana from her dad. His mother would later tell the Scottish son when interviewed, quote, I wanted him to grow up in a safe place, a peaceful environment, and get a good education. He wasn't a violent boy, he was very normal. Yes, he smoked cannabis, but it's rife among kids on this island. I knew he was buying it from Rob and Tony, but what could I do? If I went to the police, my son would be in trouble. Jeanette Campbell confronted young Tony, requesting she quit selling drugs to her child, but was told it was Alicia's father, Tony's 26-year-old boyfriend Robert, who was the actual guilty party. Alicia's mother Georgina also felt that her daughter would be safe, certainly safer playing outside there than she was at home in the city. She had just completed her second year of school at Chapelside Primary, where she was known as a bubbly child with a dazzling smile. With the school year over, it was time for Alicia to travel to Butte, as she did frequently since her parents had split, with the plan to stay for the first three weeks of summer vacation. 
She spent every other weekend plus holidays with her dad in Rothsay and loved her time there, showing promise in the Highland dance class she took on the aisle. Like Aaron Campbell, Alicia had a backyard trampoline and also yearned for fame on YouTube, pastimes and interests shared globally by children, even now. Alicia arrived in Rothsay to her father on June 28, 2018, and immediately the fun began. She had wanted to attend a dance class but missed it. Instead, they went to the beach at lovely Ettrick Bay. Alicia's grandparents recalled later the fun she had in the water and the next day at a gala day celebration taking donkey and train rides. On July 1st, 2018, Alicia's grandfather escorted her back to her hometown of Airdrie for a friend's birthday party. Unfortunately, they were a day late for the celebration, but luckily, Alicia ran into another friend and was able to join her at the party she was attending. Back in Rothsay by 5.30 p.m., the pair played on the beach before Alicia was handed off to Robert and Tony, who took her to the park, then the grocery store, before arriving home around 8 p.m. with her grandmother as well, who'd picked them all up. By 11 p.m., Tony McLaughlin had turned off the Peppa Pig video that Robert had put Alicia to bed with and went to bed for the evening. Around the same time, a few houses away, 16-year-old Aaron Campbell was drunk at a party he'd thrown with about a dozen friends from school. They'd just completed exams, and Aaron, who excelled at math and physics, had aspirations of eventually going to college and becoming an engineer or a video game designer. His mother had allowed him to have friends over to celebrate the start of summer, but she had been drinking too and the pair argued all night. The party ended around 12.30 a.m. A friend who attended the get-together described Aaron as drunk and upset, distraught over his mother's drinking and their constant disagreements. He went so far as to call Aaron suicidal and recalled that he became intent on purchasing marijuana. He sent a message to Alicia McPhail's dad, Robert, but then remembered that he owed him 10 pounds after a dispute a few months back over the quality of the product he'd bought from him. So instead, he texted Tony but received no response from her either. About an hour and a half later, at just about 2 a.m., Aaron set out from his house with a knife he had taken from the block in his kitchen. He was heading for the McPhails and his intention was to steal marijuana from their home. Security cameras had recently been placed on the Campbell family's home because an elderly family member was set to move in and it yielded important footage of Aaron's comings and goings over the next few hours. When he arrived at the McPhail home, he said he saw that there was a key in the front door so he tossed the knife onto the beach nearby and entered without force. The first door he encountered was six-year-old Alicia McPhail's. Though he hadn't gone there with murder on his mind, when he saw the sleeping girl, he couldn't pass up the opportunity to do harm. Between 2.30 and 3 a.m., other people's cameras captured a figure walking along the road near the beach, carrying what appeared to be a child, legs dangling. 
Aaron had stealthily removed the sleeping girl from her bed and carried her for 15 minutes until they arrived at the grounds of an abandoned hotel, her feet never touching the ground. As they walked, groggy Alicia asked what was going on and Aaron told her he was a friend of her dad's and was taking her home. When she said she was cold, he covered her in his hoodie. Once on the hotel property, the true horror began. Alicia was raped and ultimately murdered. Autopsy results would indicate that she had 117 wounds on her body, with her genital region enduring, quote, catastrophic damage indicative of severe, forceful, inflicted penetration. Injury to her cervical spine indicated that she was likely shaken forcefully. Her head swung about. Cause of death was determined to be pressure applied to Alicia's face and neck. The six-year-old was suffocated. The pathologist would later testify that he had never seen injuries as severe as Alicia's. Just over an hour later, the cameras on his house caught Aaron arriving home around 3.30 a.m., Ten minutes later, Aaron left for seven minutes, returned without his sweatpants and hoodie, and left again six minutes later, this time carrying a flashlight. He was gone for nine minutes, retrieving his cell phone that he had left at the murder scene. This episode is brought to you by StoryWorth. Finding the perfect present for Dad is tough especially if you don't have the luxury of celebrating Father's Day together in person. Even though I'm so lucky to live 10 minutes from my dad, I enjoy spending every minute that I can with him. I know that more than anything, parents cherish spending time with family. That's why I'm giving my dad the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to connect with loved ones through StoryWorth. It's a unique concept I've told you about before, so just keep it in mind for a long-distance, last-minute, or belated Father's Day gift. StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives you might not get to see often. This online service helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family member different story prompts. Questions you've never thought to ask, like, what have been some of your life's greatest surprises? After one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo you choose to include into a beautiful keepsake book and it's shipped for free. Give your dad the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com warbaby and you'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com warbaby for $10 off. Hey guys, just wanted to check in and say that I hope everyone is coping, relaxing, and entertaining yourselves while we all deal with the current situation. I'm working hard as ever, which is easy to do when you enjoy researching true crime stories as much as I do. Especially the way true crime has layers, like an onion or an ogre, and the more layers you uncover, the more interesting it gets, just like Best Fiends. 
As I've mentioned, Best Fiends is the unique and challenging puzzle game that can fuel your competitive streak or calm your nerves. It's casual. The levels aren't timed, so there's no added stress from something that's supposed to be fun. Play wherever and whenever you want, no internet or Wi-Fi required. I'm currently on level 548, and it's just as challenging as ever. I'm still enjoying the monthly themed challenges and adding adorable new characters to my collection. Now is as good a time as ever to join in, so we can play alone together. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already, with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun at your fingertips, and you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of 5-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Security cameras showed Aaron returning home for the last time just after 4 a.m. At 6 a.m., Alicia's grandfather Callum reportedly noticed she was missing from her bed. The family searched the entire house before calling for police 20 minutes later. Within the hour, law enforcement had begun a frantic search with helicopters in the air and the Coast Guard searching the shoreline. The knife Aaron had discarded was found by the Coast Guard lying where it was tossed. In an effort to stir awareness, Alicia's grandmother Angela posted on Facebook that she was missing from Butte, and sadly this is how her mom and family back home in Airdrie found out. Robert McPhail noticed the messages Aaron sent in the early morning hours and asked him what he wanted. Aaron replied that it didn't matter now, ending his message with a laughing emoji. Tony McLaughlin also saw her missed messages that she had from Aaron and let him know that Robert's daughter was missing, to which Aaron replied that she couldn't have gotten far. The Facebook post also drew out a makeshift search party, and it was one of those volunteers who made the gruesome and heartbreaking discovery soon after. Two and a half hours after police were notified that she was missing, the battered and violated body of six-year-old Alicia McPhail was found face down on the ground near the old Kyle's Hydropathic Hotel. Once word had spread throughout Rothsay that Alicia had been found murdered, Aaron posted a video to his Snapchat friends group showing his reflection, saying something to the effect that he had found the murderer. He then told another friend that he worried police would try and blame him for the murder, saying that they always try to pin things on him that he hadn't done. Aaron's mother Jeanette had been keenly involved in the search from the start. Hearing the first search parties getting started early that morning, she had found out what was happening and woke her son to tell him. He went back to sleep. She then became involved in the physical search. That evening, she set out to review her home security footage, thinking there could be something useful there. What she didn't expect to find was video of her son creeping and crawling through the night. When she confronted him, he claimed he had gone out to buy weed and then to find his cell phone he'd left behind. 
He was insistent that no DNA would be found belonging to him and that he had no involvement in the crime. The next thing Aaron did, however, was search Google on his phone for information about how police collect DNA. Soon after, around 1 a.m., Jeanette Campbell called police to turn over the camera footage. By 1.30, he was being interrogated and was released at 3 a.m. on July 3rd. That evening, Alicia McPhail's death was officially declared a homicide and Aaron Campbell was arrested on July 4th, 2018. He would be charged with rape, kidnapping, murder, and tampering with evidence. The trial did not begin until February 2019 and lasted nine days. Before it started, and with his identity anonymous per Scottish law, Aaron filed a special defense of incrimination, a motion used to accuse someone else of the crime for which he was on trial. In this case, that someone else was Tony McLaughlin, girlfriend of Alicia's father, Robert McPhail. The jury, court, and public heard his claims of an ongoing secret friends-with-benefits relationship between the then 16- and 18-year-olds. He testified that the cameras on his home caught him going to the McPhails, where he and Tony had sex in the garage. His claim was that jealousy toward the child fueled a murderous rage in Tony, and the condom from that night was the vehicle she used for the planting of DNA evidence. He maintained his innocence as well as his claims against Tony, detailing the fictitious sexual relationship he said had gone on for months under Robert's nose. Aaron was adamant that he had never met six-year-old Alicia McPhail, and that he hadn't murdered her. In all, however, Aaron's DNA was recovered from 14 places on Alicia's body, as well as on her clothing found discarded elsewhere. Tony McLaughlin testified as well, after finding out she had been implicated at the start of the trial. She held fast in maintaining her innocence, explaining how she and Alicia loved each other at first sight. Tony, 18, and Robert, 26, had first gotten together two years before the murder, breaking up and reconciling six weeks before Alicia came for that fateful summer vacation. The jury took only three hours to return with a unanimous guilty verdict. Before his sentence could be imposed, Aaron was required to see a criminal psychologist. It was then that he finally came clean. He told about how in 2017, he began to want to quote, do something excessive, and that when he came upon Alicia asleep in her bed, he saw it as a quote, moment of opportunity. At any other time in life, murder wouldn't have been the conclusion. If I was a year younger, I don't think I would have done it. All I thought about was killing her once I saw her. The fact that it took police two days to arrest him left him, quote, mildly amused, and he mentioned that he had to, quote, zip his mouth to keep from showing his amusement during his trial. Aaron Campbell, still yet unnamed, was found guilty on February 11, 2019, 
and was sentenced to 27 years to life the following month. He was also registered as a sex offender. Upon his conviction, various media outlets petitioned successfully for his identity to be revealed. Alicia's mother, Georgina Lacrane, said, quote, Words cannot express just how devastated I am to have lost my beautiful, happy, smiley, wee girl. I am glad that the boy who did this has finally been brought to justice and that he will not be able to inflict the pain on another family that he has done to mine. Alicia, I love you so much, my wee pal. I will miss you forever. Aaron Campbell was featured earlier in 2020 on Crime and Investigation Television's program, Evil Up Close, Teens Who Kill. Georgina Lochrane urged viewers not to watch the show and instead to drown it out with pictures of Alicia's beautiful smile. Aaron Campbell was allowed to appeal the sentence due to his age at the time of the crime and his minimum term was reduced to 23 years, down from 27. He turned 18 on May 7, 2020, reportedly isolated for his own safety at Polmont Young Offenders Institute, where he'll be held until he's 21 years old. In the aftermath of their son's crime, Chris and Jeanette Campbell were divorced, and she stated that both her son and her husband hated her for turning over the security camera footage. Aaron's father turned against him as well, and he reportedly receives no visitors. The other inmates despise the killer of Alicia McPhail, too, and he's heavily guarded and isolated for his own protection. Aaron Campbell will be eligible to apply for release in 2045. Stay tuned for promos for Mirths and Monsters and Infernal Souls, hosted by my amazing pal CK from Scotland. And until next time, lovelies, don't be scared. Well, hello, my friends. This is CK from the Marths and Monsters podcast. Join me, my companion Finn, and my occasionally satanically possessed cat Ray Puny Motors. as we investigate the real truths behind some of the most wonderful creatures you can imagine. Are trolls really that thick? Or is it just bad press? Are leprechauns really drunken bums? Uh. Sort of. But there's a lot more to find out. All you need to do is tune in to Mirths and Monsters podcast with me and Finn. Till next time, slancha your good health. This is your home now. Alcatraz Federal Penitentiary The Rock Home to some of the most notorious men that have ever existed on this planet Who am I? I'm Charlie the Bagman Baglin Inmate number 29 
and I'm dead. But hey, Alcatraz was my home for so long I decided to stick around. Join me and you'll learn about Alcatraz, about me, and about some really nasty bastards. Did you know Al Capone had a banjo band? A banjo band that sounded like a castrated rhino drunk on toilet wine? Want to hear where I shoved that banjo? Then tune in to Infernal Souls and Eternal Arseholes from the 6th of October. Episode 1 is all about Banjo Boy, Al Capone. Lights out. Fuck off. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.